You are listening to the Body Charge Podcast, and I'm your host, Sandy Sanderson. So welcome to the Body Charge Podcast. Today, I welcome aboard Jeff Wickersham uh, as my guest, and we're going to be talking about how to survive and thrive in challenging times. So Jeff Wickersham is a sought-after accountability and peak performance coach who helps guide clients to intentionally step into the best versions of themselves and unlock that inner hero waiting to be unleashed. Jeff's a number one best-selling author, Tony Robbins Award winner, podcast host, speaker, and creator of the four-step morning fire methodology. He recently completed his second David Goggins 4x4x48-mile run, has meditated for 1,676 straight days, and taken an ice bath or cold shower 1,331 straight days. If you have that itch that you can do or be more, want more, Jeff can help you get there. So, Jeff, I'm so happy to be able to talk to you about this topic because we live in very, very challenging times uh, and people need to um, learn perhaps better strategies to to survive when it's like shifting sands, that there's no terra firma to stand on, things are changing all the time. Um, how can how did you actually get to do what you do as a, as a coach and to help people overcome uh, difficult times and inertia? So really, first and foremost, Sandy, thanks for for having me. Grateful for the opportunity. So my story really began seven and a half years ago. Unfortunately, I had that life event. You think about surviving challenging times. I lost my mom to breast cancer. So you know, it was that punch to the stomach. It was such a difficult, dark period in my life. When you watch the woman that brought you into this world, leave this world, it fundamentally changes you. So that was kind of my trigger to, to make a shift change. I was in corporate America at that time. I always felt like a square peg in a round hole through many iterations. I came up with my morning fire methodology, that four steps. And I will tell you, I was a gym owner right before COVID hit. And when COVID hit, all of a sudden I had to shut down my gym. And the one thing that kept me grounded, you talked about having a foundation, the sand shifting always was how I bookend my days. How do I prepare for a good night's sleep? And then how do I stack wins right when I wake up in the morning? And if you do those two things, you at least have some semblance of control. And those are really critical pieces that you can control. And then in the middle, it gets messy like we know it. But if you have that foundation, how you start, and end every single day, it can keep you grounded. So it's a kind of discipline, like a routine you develop that helps you stay grounded, I guess. Um, and what's the difference um, with people's behaviours or reactions to a big challenge? Uh, and some people can take it and recover well, um, and they just brush it off and move on, and it makes them stronger whilst other people get knocked down and they can't get up again and they, they get, you know, bad health and the stress overcomes them and, you know, things kind of get worse. What, what's the difference between those two reactions to perhaps the same kind of event? One would be perspective, right? If you have a perspective that obstacles, challenges make me stronger, I'm going to grow through it, even though I know it's going to be difficult. I know it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to take a lot of 
blood, sweat, and tears. If you have the perspective, then you're going to grow through it. That's a, a great tool to take into those challenging experiences. The other piece is maybe they haven't learned or practiced. Hey, when things go sideways, we know they always do. We have this misconception that life is just this straight arrow up from a trajectory perspective. It's, it's got peaks and valleys and understanding that, hey, I'm going to have dips. I'm a human being. There's no perfect human being. There never has been. There never will be. You're going to have dips. And then if you can play a game of, okay, I'm experiencing dip, how, how quickly can I bounce back? That's amazingly powerful to operate. And it's going to allow you to be much more resilient to get through those dark times. So, so it's more of a mindset. It's really training the mind to whatever comes at it, wherever those tennis balls are being lobbied from, you can head it back. Uh, and I guess it's it's a sense of knowing whatever happens, you'll be fine. Whatever no, happens, you'll know at the right time, the right thing to do. And again, it comes back to preparation, doesn't it? Uh, about developing your routines, your disciplines, and staying grounded in yourself and who you are. And I, and I guess building confidence. Would you say confidence is a big part of it? Confidence is a big part of it, I would say. To your point, mindset. Right. We hit the physical gym. We exercise all the time. How many times do we actually put in reps in the mindset gym where, hey, this is a challenging experience. I'm going to face it, but have the thought that when I get through this, I'm building that confidence. I'm building that mindset. I'm getting tougher. I'm getting stronger mentally. You know, if you take that type of attitude towards those challenging obstacles and see them more as, as opportunities and gifts, then you're going to step into them. I call it kind of a rainy day mentality, right? Where let's say I wanted to go for a run one day. It's pouring rain outside. 99% of people would turn the other way, go inside and say, you know what? I'm going to wait till conditions are perfect or it's sunny out. I say that's an opportunity to flex that mindset muscle and say, rain isn't going to stop me from doing what I want to do. So I go out for a run in the rain because you're, you're hitting that mindset gym again. Yes, yes. It's, it's, it's easier said than done, isn't it? I, 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 I really put a lot of effort in to also challenging myself. And I've got very inspired by the Wim Hof method. So it's winter here in Australia at the moment. And we have a very cold swimming pool. <laughs> I measured nice. it. It's about 14 degrees in the morning Celsius. But I go for my cold swim um, because I feel so good after when it's done and the blood circulating and, you know, all the endorphins are in the brain. And I feel like, you know, I, I can fly. I feel really confident and alive and good. But before I get in, it's like, ah, you know, my mind goes, no, it's trying to argue with me. Go, no, it's going to be cold. And I have to get past that point of inertia and just go, do it, do it. So I plunge in and then I find in the first lap, it kind of gets okay. I can deal with this. Okay, there's number two coming up. I'm already up to number two. Okay, like I passed number two. Now's one more to go. Three. I only do three laps in the winter, mind you. I do six in the summer, but I get like um, too many um, uh, pins and needles uh, if I do too long in the ice water. But I think it's just enough for me. Everyone's different, I guess, at their own individual level. You have to work that out. Uh, but my hubby, he doesn't want to be outdone so so he has he jumps in and he does this big dramatical and 
lots of noise and and he does one and that's that's enough and you know what if I hadn't have done that he wouldn't have done it at all so there's a kind of buddy uh thing that's happening so when we do a juice broth fast for instance we do it together we eat this or drink the same juices and so we go through that process that cleansing process together and it helps when you have a buddy and some people need more of a buddy than others like I have an inner buddy and I need to get over a huge um thing that I have to do that's unpleasant like go to the dentist which I don't like at all I think myself to the other side and I I consult my inner buddy and I and my inner buddy says to me you'll be fine it'll be all over soon and it'll be better and I think about good things that are going to happen on the other side of this unpleasant thing so that's how I help myself but a lot of other people can't do that so how would you advise people that find it a lot more difficult to get over that inertia to make a start so one is to to make it so easy that it's almost laughable, right? To make it so much so easy that you're like, am I really gonna just do that? And then yes, do it. And then after you do it, celebrate it, right? As as you you had alluded to coming out of that that cold swim, right? Saying yes and and getting that little dopamine hit of celebrating it. It so, is a dopamine hit, exactly. <laughs> it is, and and too often as adults, we are always moving on to what's next, what's next. And we rob ourselves of wiring that dopamine hit with what we just did. So celebrate your successes. Don't just continue to go on. So make it so easy that it's laughable and celebrate your success. The other piece would be starting to use those butterflies, that nervous energy as a reverse indicator that that is actually absolutely where you need to go. So when I feel those butterflies now, when I feel that twinge of, gosh, should I really do this? I say, oops, yes, that's a reverse indicator. I absolutely should go forward. So those are a couple of strategies. Yes, push yourself forward. That's the true grit part, isn't it? And again, pulling from your, your inner self in the knowledge that you will be okay no matter what and just do it just do it so so and it's also the you might may have a straw fire enthusiasm to start with and then it might get a bit boring or you can't be bothered or how do you get over that phase of um not finishing some people find it difficult to finish they're good good at starting but they don't finish so Consistency is more important over intensity, right? And, and we always want to go so fast, so quick, and we're, we're fed through media and, and TV and, and movies. Hey, this happens overnight. The truth is it doesn't. You just need to be consistent over time. And the issue with human nature is we just don't know when that's going to happen. But if you're consistent, eventually it will happen. And if you look at the greats, the peak performers, amazing athletes, they all still rely on the fundamentals, the mundane, day in and day out. They do it. That's their foundation. So it's not sexy. It's not you know, crazy exciting. But if you can just say each day, I'm going to do these things, that's going to be my foundation. Those are going to be my fundamentals. It's amazingly powerful. So what you've just said now is actually setting a goal, isn't it? So th that must be very important. The ability to set a goal that's achievable where you can actually pat yourself on the back when you've done that. 
and maybe not make the goals too big. So create stepping stone goals. Would you say that that's an easier progression? I always love to have longer term goals, but then chunk it up into, hey, what am I going to do today? Because so many times we focus on the mountain and not the first step. And, and it's so important yeah. to take that first step, chunk it down so our mind doesn't see the mountain and say, you know what, Jeff, you know what, Sandy, there's no way we can get there. Don't even do it. No, nope, just focus on that first step. You have to have the, the little wins, don't you? To the little dopamine hits to keep it going to the next one. Yeah, you really, you really do. And so many times we don't think about that. And I was just, I did a uh, IG live today about just focus on getting to the starting line and starting. Don't worry about the finish. The finish is way off in the distance. Get to that starting line and start. Yeah. So it's being in the moment, isn't it? It's about being present in the moment and focusing on what you have to do right now rather than, oh, it's going to be cold, it's going to be this, it's going to be that. <laughs> well, right now, just jump. Jump in That's and it. swim. That's it. Just jump in. You'll be okay. You've been okay when you've done it in the past. Take from those experiences and just move forward. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still challenging myself to do those swims when it's windy and rainy. <laughs> I really admire you for for being able to do it in those really more extreme conditions. Um, uh, I don't actually mind if it's raining. Obviously, you're going to get wet anyway, but it's the wind that gets to me. <laughs> yeah, so this uh, I added this past winter in the States where it was snowing and blizzard kind of out. I would go out like Wim Hof with just a hat, gloves, shorts, no shirt and, and boots. And I would do about a you know, mile and a half walk. And it was, it was pretty exhilarating. People thought I was crazy, but Hey, oh, that's all yeah. right. So we don't have snow in Queensland. Our state's a little bit like Florida. Gotcha. <laughs> we might be a bit spoiled. We have to create ice baths by, by buying bags of ice and put them, putting go. them in bathtubs. <laughs> Whereas you, you can wait for your winter and it's all there for you. Correct. Yeah, that's good. So how, how do you um, practically help people in your work? Um, so do you work like a consultant or do you, do you work with a group of people? Do they join like um, a, um, an event? Um, yeah, so I, I work really in a couple, couple ways. One is one-on-one -on -one with clients, clients that want that one-on-one -on -one high touch where we're connecting. I'm holding them accountable every single day. We're checking in, we're setting targets, setting missions, and then we're jumping on a, uh, a Zoom call. So I can do that anywhere in the world. And then I do do some group coaching programs from, from time to time. I love uh, going on a 10-week kind of sprint program where we install habits and, and rituals and those things that truly set you up for success. So, so it's a kind of a buddy system in the sense that you're getting this feedback of positive reinforcement and coaching and it helps when people can if they go through a weak moment just you know contact you and go hey you know help me through this bit this this tough part absolutely and we all have dips right and that accountability is one of the key pieces for my clients getting success i think the average in the personal development space, it's like six to 7% of people that actually buy a course and then complete it or go in a program. And my 
my uh, percentage is, is over the 90th percentile. And it's that accountability that is such the difference maker. I did a personal development course several years ago, actually in Sipapo, New, New Mexico with Stuart Wilde. It was called Warriors in the Mist. Okay. And we had, we had to write a contract with ourselves. So that was setting the goal, what we expected to achieve. And we had to make certain promises and commitments and then be accountable, but accountable to ourselves. So, so it was quite a powerful psychological tool to write a contract and make a promise to yourself. So in a sense, you know, your groups, you're probably doing that in a sense with them as well. You know, they're, they're paying you for money. They want results. But it's not really just up to you. It's not a matter of paying money and then someone else does it. It's really making a contract with yourself and making it, it work. It is. I mean, being impeccable with your word and those promises and commitments you make to yourself. I mean, that's the difference maker. And I was recently speaking to someone about how when we're younger, we have parents, we have coaches, we're on sports teams. And then we go through college and then we get released into the wild. And then we have zero accountability. I mean, maybe a job, but you don't have anybody that's holding you true to what you say you're going to do and that discipline. So that's a big, big missing piece. Well, well, yes. And, and that's part of our changing world today, because if you look back in the last hundred years, it was a lot more common for people to have a job in a big system and they were an employee with a hierarchy and someone told them what to do and they worked, you know, for dollars per hour. Uh, right. And now we've been transitioning gradually and, and now it's like hitting a kind of a head where people are losing their jobs a lot. The industries are changing and sometimes stopping, you know, during COVID, the airline industries dropped for a year or more. Um, mm -hmm. And it's difficult for them to get staff back now because they've moved on doing other things. Um, and so people are finding themselves out, out in the wilderness, if you like, in the economic wilderness, going, oh, no, what do I do? You know, they're floating in water and, and they can't, there's no terra firma, there's, there's no one saying do this next. Um, and they have to rely on themselves to be their own boss. And that's where the resilience comes in because you have to go inside and pull out what's there. And we always have something there that helps our survival if we look for it. And we sometimes need the pressure and the stress of there's nothing else to do except that, except to pull into your inner reserves and yank them out and go, okay, I'm going to survive and this is how I'm going to do it. The answers are always there, aren't they? If you look. They absolutely, yeah, they absolutely are. And that stress, sometimes stress is a great thing, right? You, you get creative, you, you get resourceful and you figure out a way when your back's against the wall, right? There's no other option. You need to move, you need to figure out. It's amazing how all of a sudden you get laser focused, all the other stuff in the world goes by the wayside and you say, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. I'm moving forward and, and you attack. Yep. I'm going to look after myself and my family and my loved ones and do whatever, whatever has to be done. And so I, I, it comes back to mindset, but I think it's more the mindset as well. So if people are not well or they've had excessive stress, so this is my business. We supply magnesium, electromagnesium products. Um, 
you can go to the website electromagnesium.com.au to find a whole range of products where we can absorb more magnesium because it helps to calm stress. And it's only during rest and recovery phase that the body can regenerate, that can clean up out wastes and toxins, can digest food properly, can repair cells. All that happens, we have to be able to sleep properly. If you're in fight or flight all the time and your adrenaline is pumping and you're always worried and you can never relax, your body has no chance to recover and you start to erode yourself. You start to break down and then it becomes, it can become a downward spiral. So ideally we want to have the right kind of lifestyle and the right supports physically and mentally to be a good uh, soldier, if you like, of life, um, to get out there and do what has to be done um, and be happy about it and find find it very rewarding uh, emotionally, physically, mentally on all, level, all levels. So when we have that sense of achievement and we've exercised those disciplines and we've you know, implemented the good lifestyle, you know, diet and exercise, we see the results that then gives us more confidence. Wouldn't you say that that's, that's the journey? That's it? So I would say, yes, action is so, so critical, right? Because with action, you build confidence and then you get more inspired to do, do more. So absolutely mental, physical health. There's, there are the pillars of how you're going to operate professionally, personally, and you're going to be able to step into that greatness that you have inside that sometimes is just, just hidden or it needs to be uh, unleashed. Well, it's great to have had this conversation with you. I'm sure a lot of people will get some good things out of it um, and some encouragement as well. If they're feeling a little bit defeated, there's no need to do that. Defeat, I think, is an illusion. It's, it's a conjuring of the mind of something that's not real. Um, you, sh you never really should feel defeated. It's just maybe it's not the right way that way but there's always another way isn't there if we look for it we can find a different pathway so that's never a defeat it's defeat only if you give up in your mind and and you lose hope that's the only defeat isn't it would you agree Absolutely. Yep. Failure is, uh, I, I like to say, it's just a lesson learned, right? And, and you learn lessons through it. And when you're shooting for that goal, having optionality where, hey, this door doesn't open, all right, go to the next door and just continue to search door after door. Eventually you will figure out the way to, to get to that goal that and you're reaching for. Never, never, never give up. I think what you've hit on is very important, the ability to be flexible, um, and that reduces stress. I liken it to surfing. You have to be able to move and shift your body to stay on top of the wave and not get dumped. And then when you, when you learn how to do that, it's fun to ride that wave, to ride those changes. It becomes a game, don't you think? Uh, so it, it totally does. And that's the game of life, right? Riding that wave, peaks and valleys, just like we were talking about earlier and options and, and being flexible, right? That, that allows you to uh, adapt, but also show that resilience that you're going to continue to stay after it, show grit, show tenacity and stick with it. And follow your fun. Yep, for sure. So if, 
If anyone wants to reach Jeff, um, he's got a website called themorningfire.com. Um, would you like to say anything in conclusion before we go, Jeff? I would like to say that each day you get, and today you get a gift that you will never get back again. So think about that. What do you need to step into? Where is that comfort zone where you feel that twinge of, hey, I probably should, should do this, but I don't want to step into it because today is a gift you'll never get back. Yeah, just do it. Well, thank you for doing this podcast today <laughs> and all the best for the future and looking forward to perhaps another conversation down the track. Thanks, Andy. Cheers, bye. The goal of the Body Charge podcast is to bring you empowering healthy lifestyle tips and information about how magnesium can help to alleviate stress and deficiency symptoms. More than ever before, we all need to be mindful of how to strengthen, support and defend our body and mind for a more rewarding and joyful life. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share with others. If you wish to be notified of new Body Charge podcasts, you can subscribe at wherever you get your podcasts. To be notified of new blogs and product special offers, please subscribe to our newsletters at electromagnesium.com.au.